Hello there guys, gals and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me as always, my beloved co-hosts, Nikki Kumar and Claire Stripling. How is everyone? Ill. Mm. Mm. Same. Yeah. Ill, I'm but actually, excited. I'm actually not ill. <laughs> so, <gasps> only in the head, apparently. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we sick, already sick knew boy. that. Yeah, it's, uh, been coming to terms with a lot of things over the past week. So I feel like that's a requirement of being a member of this podcast, though. Like yeah. you can't be completely well. No, no, no. Yeah. So this is actually um, a secret intervention, Nikki. Um, yeah. I didn't have to bring this to you, but it was me time. and Claire have been looking at your tweets recently, and we're very yeah. concerned about your your state of mind. Yeah, no, I've I've had like family reach out and you know, f- longtime friends reaching out and they're they're really just wondering what happened to me and why I'm so messed up and um the answer is uh all of you did this to me. <laughs> we really care about you and we're just really concerned that you know, you want them fig fires to squish your head and that's <laughs> very it's very scary. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, k- check this all out on our other podcast, which is dedicated completely to Katie Sackoff. Um, how is everyone, though? How is everyone doing, apart from being ill? Pretty Anything good. Anything good happen? Actually, yeah. Wait, I got something. I got something good that happened. Um, a listener of Imperial Center Podcast and Broaxium and other projects I've done in the past. Um, Nick Clark sent me a care package from Star Wars Celebration um, because I jokingly put out, not even jokingly, I was being serious, but I tried to play it off like, if it happened, it would be cool. But um, I got a care package sent to me from Star Wars Celebration Europe with both of the Salacious Crumb pins um, from your Celebration, the one of Jabba and Salacious and Bib Fortuna, that little pack got sent to me, as well as the Celebration exclusive limited edition of a thousand Salacious Crumb pin. Um, so <laughs> literally, I like cried when I opened it. I was so excited. I was like, thank you. But other than that, and then a literal metric ton of other pins. I have so many pins from Celebration Europe. So I feel even more so like I was there. So thank you, Nick. I just want to make a shout out to you, Nick. That was the coolest thing you could have possibly done. So you're the best. Pretty certain you've got more pins than I even saw at Celebration. I do. I've got like (laughs) 30 pins. I got like so many pins. It's amazing. Also, the baby Ahsoka one looks kind of weird, but I'm obsessed with it. Love it. And Afra, man, I'm just winning. I I got more celebration exclusives than any of y'all. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I didn't even get into the store. Yeah, I went to the store the last hour of the convention. Oh my god! <laughs> Which is great for one reason because I walked right in, and then less great because well, actually no, still great because I got everything I went in for, but oh, they didn't have much of really anything else. 
So, um, yeah, that was that was an interesting thing. So I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad the the fellow Nick actually went to, to the store to get things before they all disappeared. Um, so that's good. I was very surprised. Very <laughs> very surprised. Aren't you lucky, Nick? Where are our stuff? <laughs> we like pins. We like characters. I'm pretty sure we like Star Wars. Hey, y'all had the chance. Y'all were there. Oh, I, were well, to we? be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were there. You still didn't have the chance, to be fair. <laughs> Nick, you can make it up to me. I put a tweet out earlier today saying <laughs> I need a PS5 to play Fallen Order 2. So please. Oh, it keeps calling it Fallen Order 2. It's Jedi Survivor, right? <sighs> I keep calling it Fallen Order 2 as well. I really do. But yes, I am right, staring down my mailman waiting for my PlayStation to come in today. Speaking of which, Hurry up, bitch. oh, you bought a PS5 then? Yes, well, I. it is my oh, birthday present. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What? Go on. Go on. I basically strongly suggested, I'm like, hey, if I throw, if I throw like 200 bucks into the pot, can that be my birthday present? <laughs> and it was, so I'm waiting. It's early, but who gives a fuck? I'm going to play. I want to stream it, so I might wait a little bit to play it and try and avoid spoilers so that other people can catch up and play it on their own before um, I start streaming it on Twitch. But wouldn't that be fun? It would be so much fun. And if you if you don't get a PlayStation or anything, Charlie, you can come on and, and be a guest on the stream. But go. I don't want to get spoiled. Okay, well, fuck you then. Spoilers. <laughs> The game's been out for zero, uh, zero hours, two minutes. You should have uh, caught up by then. The amount of people that spoiled the game the day before it came out is ridiculous. Oh, thank God I avoided that. I got one tiny spoiler, I think. Mm-hmm. It was on YouTube, and I threw my phone. In and a thumbnail? It. it was a thumbnail. <laughs> I hate stupid. when people do that. <laughs> it's, a, it's so dumb. It was a thumbnail, and it was like... <laughs> it was a compilation clip. Oh. So I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So they could have put anything, really. That's how Vader got spoiled for me in the first one. Yeah, I didn't same. know who was in it. I was like, you motherfuckers. I avoided that for months. Like I avoided the game for months, and I was so proud of myself. And like a day before I got it, <laughs> I saw the Vader thumbnail. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay. So be kind yeah. and don't put spoilers in your thumbnails, you twats. I am. Um... This is a British majority podcast. Say twat properly. <laughs> <laughs> the um, yeah, I luckily didn't get any spoilers for for uh, Fallen Order, and I've not had anything big spoiled so far for Survivor. So we'll see how that goes. It's got good reviews though. Yeah, I mean, by all accounts, looks like uh, they nailed it for the most part. And I will say that my uh, Broaxium crew member reviews, um, a couple people have already started playing, Mm -hmm. and um, they say that it's better than Jedi Fallen Order by leaps, but the map is still clunky. So take with that as you will, but apparently- McClunky. (laughs) McClunky. Oh my God. So I actually have a story about McClunky. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is random. What a a sentence. (laughs) We- (laughs) We started showing um, Ethan's little sister. She's never seen any Star Wars movies. So like, all right, cool. When we went down to visit them, 
I'm like, well, let's watch the let's watch the original Star Wars movie on Disney Plus. And I was laughing so hard at McClunky. And it's really, really awkward to have to explain McClunky to people who have never seen the Star Wars movie and why it's so goddamn funny. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a nerd. Okay, just keep watching, guys. So anyway, McClunky will never stop being funny ever to me. <laughs> McClunky. It's a gift that keeps on giving. It truly McClunky is. McClunky is my favorite part of the Disney deal. It really is. That's so true. <laughs> just the like best byproduct of it. <laughs> The best legalese, like just written around it, like you must include McClunky. Okay. Um, did you guys see the advert? The really great advert for Jedi Survivor with Mark Hamill. Yeah, so it was good. Super funny. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, good old Mark getting the getting the call still. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, it is. it's weird though because it's like you know he hasn't been to the last few celebrations for. What various reasons, and it is weird to like not have him there. Mm. You know, it's like yeah, there's Murray. You know, it's always there. Um, so it is nice to just see him pop up in something. Also, he's looking great. He does look great. Yeah, stylish, moisturized, felt, moisturized. Yeah, it's a good one too. Yeah. Also, while we're talking, while we're talking about uh, OT members, obviously Harrison's gearing up for Indiana Jones. That's going to be you know the the media trail for that's going to be pumping up pretty soon. I know there's a few mm-hmm. covers for magazines out there. Um, I think we've got the first look at like in theater merchandise cups and stuff. Like there's a drinks cup for cinemas that have a uh, Indies hat that you can drink out. <laughs> it's the cup of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You've chosen. Poorly. Poorly. <laughs> <laughs> um, which looks really fun, but I want to just talk about. Carrie Fisher finally has been given a uh, Hollywood star. Yeah. Finally. Or I guess finally. Like, it's, I don't even know how all that stuff works because it's like, it's, I don't know. I, cause I know, like, if you're a willing participant, like, don't you, like, essentially pay for it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like $10,000 or something. Yeah. So I guess, like, posthumously, do they, it's more of like an awarding, I guess, or I think you can family still, like still apply for yeah. it. Or? I think you I have to know. push for it, but like they have like a select committee that pick from them. Yeah, it's very uh, it's ridiculous, but thank I mean finally she deserves it. Um, yeah, and it's just really sweet, and I'm sure we'll get to see Harrison and Mark attend, and yeah. Big mm-hmm. Billy Lords hosting it. So that'll be an that'll be an epic ceremony. Yeah. Do they do they say where it is? I f- I'm not sure exactly. I'll have a look right now, but I'm pretty certain they said it's near. It might be near Debbie Reynolds' one, but I'll have a look. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of icons, <laughs> this week um, I became a uh, Daisy Ridley Instagram Stan account icon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so basically. When I was posting celebration photos, I was like, well, for one of them, I was like, these are my buddies. And I went through and I tagged everybody and I was wearing my Daisy Ridley shirt and I tagged Daisy Ridley. And I guess it showed up on her like tagged posts. What? <laughs> like, like all these like Stan accounts 
like <laughs> started flocking to the post and like liking oh, no. it. And like some of them were like commenting and they're like, where did you get the shirt? Um, and then, uh, so then I, I was in there good graces then. And then um, a, like a day or two later, one of my tweets was put on the tweets of Daisy Instagram account. Oh my God. And uh, I, I, I gathered more followers there so yeah kind of a kind of a big deal in the come on in the stan instagram while while twitter's trying to kill me instagram's celebrating me (laughs) that's right you gotta go where people see your value appreciate yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. you gotta go for it um yeah so it's gonna be near the el capitan theater uh so it'd be placed near hamels and her late mother uh, Debbie Reynolds star, which is really that'll be fantastic. It's so beautiful, yeah, and you know, made the fourth as well. What a great date to celebrate that on, right? Bless her. But yeah, should we dive into this week's news? Sure. Let's see what happened. Let's talk about the bullshit. Um. Okay, first off, the major news was the Damon Lindelof. Uh. Scandal. I don't know what the why people are getting outraged by this, but let's frame it that way anyway for fun. Um, Damon Lindelof says he was asked to leave his Star Wars project, says the Hollywood Reporter. The Lost Creator was previously writing the script with Justin Britt Gibson before Stephen Knight stepped in. Um, according to the Hollywood Reporter, who had they said that uh, during an interview with Esquire, published online Friday, the Lost Creator claimed. I was in more than talks to join the Star Wars universe. I joined the Star Wars universe and was asked to leave. He then talks about the fact that um, he started writing the script, which was placed after episode nine. Um, it was it got through a few stages, but then eventually he was asked to leave the project, and that's the one that has been, um, you know, pushed forward as the one for Daisy Ridley to return as Rey. In what did you guys think about this news? Are you outraged? Are you angry? I don't think it's news. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not news. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's how it works, unfortunately, for some people. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's like every time this happens, it's the same old, like, circus online and people don't learn. And the Kathy Kennedy, you know, red eye thumbnails get brought out again. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just how it is. Like, I don't know what, what even to say. Like, yeah, dude, you worked on a project. And like, I don't even know if he said it with any malice. Like, it does not. If yeah, you read it's the just interview. like, it's just what happens. Like, somebody takes something as far as they can take it until, until like, whatever differences arise. And then you either, someone bends or they go. And so, like, that's just how it works and how it has worked for decades and decades so yeah it's like i don't know what to say it's it's just that's what happens <laughs> yeah yeah like it's all about the intonation and context like he pretty much says in the interview uh will i get back in line outside the club and try to get back in again absolutely like this is how films work yeah and i think we talked about this before but obviously star wars gets a bit more you know coverage regarding the production of these films because of what's happened recently with some of the films mm-hmm. but this is what happens on any film i mean look at 
The Force Awakens. That has a lot of writers. You know, yeah. people yeah. come in. I mean, Toy Story. Yeah, Lord and Miller on Solo. Mm, and, exactly. And if I'm not mistaken, also with Rogue One, after a certain point, there was a replacement of creative. I'm tired, guys. Um, I'm tired and ill. Re- <laughs> <laughs> That's a really sweet way of putting it. Yeah, it's yes. definitely like a creative change. In yes, terms of the Rogue One direction. <laughs> it's the business. Everybody does it, but. And honestly, like we've we've had some Star Wars that has been more or less effective as far as movie storytelling goes, in my own personal opinion. And um, I think it should be not news to pull the plug on on something, or, and you know, it's just it's what happens. It every it does not it's it just happens. That's Hollywood, baby. Come on. Yeah, it's and again, it's like it's all a byproduct of stuff we've. We've talked about before in terms of a uh, a less sophisticatedly <laughs> thinking media press and consumer <laughs> <laughs> like like everyone's just not like people are just not equipped to like handle this anymore because um, everything has to be scandalized and so so yeah it's just it's just yeah it's how it works and yeah you can go through every pretty much every uh you know disney star wars film like we we're just saying like there there have been problems through most of it and you work through problems and you figure them out and you get you end up making the best thing you can and that's what's happening here like lindelof's time with it ended <laughs> and now it's someone else's time um so yeah it's just it's just how it be um and yeah, I think I think I'm still still excited for the movie. Like, I mean, probably still gonna be good. I mean, it just really throws me off because it's like I don't understand people that claim to love movies or like cinema or Hollywood and then get outraged by the idea that there might be a problem with the film, <laughs> like a uh, create creative period. Because that's filmmaking. Filmmaking is based around budgetary issues, you know. Not have enough time, having to like you know, scrape every little bit of detail. I mean, the spaceships in Planet of the Apes, like the explosion, that was a mistake. Like, it's the way you frame it. I mean, heck, look at Back to the Future. They replaced the main character, like after a substantial amount of filming. Mm-hmm. But you go, uh, they made a mistake. They should have kept <laughs> Eric on. Right. This Michael J. Fox guy is not going to work out <laughs> for us. He's going to amount to nothing. Ugh. Typical. After this is the film is over. This red eye, red eye. Um, the Steven yeah. Spielberg guy doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, and like, I mean, that's the thing too. Like, I feel like a lot of people pretend like this is a, a Star Wars issue. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like if if we had the the sort of coverage we do today of what like Edgar Wright and Ant Man went through, like, it, it would be totally different. You know, um, because that was very messy sort of, you know, push and pull and differences and someone leaving and leaving and or being totally like, I don't even remember how that worked out. But like, it's just what happens. And it like, again, it's uh, it's not special. (laughs) Exactly. It's just just (laughs) the name of the game. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, if you're if you're really mad, I would encourage you to 
look up the history of most movies. And even to point, like to your point, I think Joe Cornish recently was plugging his Netflix series. He was talking about, you know, writing for that film with Edgar. And he talked a bit in depth about like the, the process of working with Marvel. Now, did you see that in the news? Did you see that get picked up often? Not really. I happened to listen to it because I was listening to the radio. But if it's Star Wars, there's a bigger spotlight on these things because, let's be honest, it's a traffic. It, it gauges traffic. It gauges clicks, and that's again me hitting the drum. The problems with <laughs> clickbait journalism nowadays. Yeah. It's all about. It's you know you can report on these news. You can report on Damon Lindelof and the whole issue, but you need to do it in a way that clearly states you know factually what's going on like he's clearly not too bothered by it i mean it's a bummer that you didn't get to work on a star wars film but like he says he can he's always willing to work again he's always willing to go back and you know pitch a project yeah it's, no that's hollywood baby <laughs> we we experience this firsthand at celebration <laughs> yeah <laughs> names will go nameless <laughs> but um you know, we were at, we were at the Visions press conference, and you know, we had this panel of international storytellers, you know, eager to share their experiences, <laughs> and um, and somebody somebody asked a question that was like, "Oh, so what kind of limits does Lucasfilm put on the 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 stories?" And I'm like, "Why are you asking that? Like, a that's a season one question." Because yeah. that's like, that's so general, and like we don't know what this is about, and um, and then B, it's like you can just see the uh, the like narrative building for this article online about how Lucasfilm limits their creators. Like, it's just so like you can just see like the the agenda is already always poised towards like what's spicy, um, and like. Yeah, like it's just it's dumb, and then and the the answer they got back was like bitch, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like it's just it's just yeah, that's how the sort of landscape is. It it's about making sure there's always some uh, something to get people a little bit riled up, a little bit. You know, you got you're gonna quote tweet the article and be like, man, isn't it crazy how? Kathleen Kennedy rips up people's drawings like you know it's just it's just so silly yeah it's not it's not good you can't be completely negative it has to just be controversial or at least inspire conflict you need need it to enrage two sides of the fan base Mm -hmm. and that's what's you know depressing and gets people who are defending it clicking on the site people who are against it clicking on the site and we just end up in this whole big horror. I mean, it's like the John Favreau thing, which is like non-news. And then think about how many videos and tweets and articles are written about the two years gap thing, which was based on a lot of conjecture, a lot of people not reading the actual source, people reading a quote tweet of a quote tweet of a quote tweet. Yeah. And wasn't like the, the answer itself, like, didn't, wasn't that like even unclear? Yeah. Like, pretty it, much. It wasn't, like, it was something like he, he was speaking in normal real life terms yeah people thought he was speaking in star wars terms yeah because when you're in the press junket believe it or not you might get tired and you might be answering the same questions over and over again so you know god forbid he makes one tiny mistake as a human being yeah 
Yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's everything. Yeah, it's it's so geared to be to be combative that it, it's like yeah, you just want to you just want to leave. <laughs> it's like why even why even partake? Uh, yeah, the tweet anyway. that made me laugh this week actually. Uh, our good friend Alden um, put a tweet out saying that he's he's a mind palace like Sherlock is Star Wars celebration, and now every time he gets a bit annoyed or angry, he's just gonna. Put himself back into the Star Wars celebration and just remember where he was there. And I think that's a good that's a good yeah. way of looking at it. It's true. I mean, like like we talked last last episode. You know, it's it's just so different. It's so divorced from the the rage machine. You know, not not that nobody has any opinion <laughs> at celebration. Right? Like obviously, <laughs> right. if you sit and talk to someone, you'll like figure out what they like and don't like. But like, it's just the the tone of it all is so much more as it should be. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a definitely a safe space for for the old mind. Well, let's go on to something a bit more cheerful. Obviously, it's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, and um, the film is screening at a few different cinemas around the world. Guys, are you going to be watching Return of the Jedi on the big screen? No, man. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Yeah, they didn't put it anywhere near me, so that's on them. Same. It sucks. Um, I love, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars film. Um, I would love, love, love to watch it on the big screen. Unfortunately, not going to happen. I'm not going to pay to get on the train to go see yeah. it. I watched it this week. I look forward to watching it again, probably, once the actual anniversary comes up. But mm-hmm. I, Good yeah, movie. I'm it's it's you know it's, it's a pretty all right film. Might, might I mean, hold up. arguably the best Star Wars film because it brought us Salacious B. Crumb. But like you know, whatever other stuff too is pretty good about it. But you know, it's kind of rad. It has its moments, you know. Yeah. Salacious yeah. Crumb. Fuck you. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. He caused Civil chaos. War. Uh, um, no, of course, we love that little fucker. Damn right. Yeah, yeah, Jedi. Um, it's the one for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to. I'll definitely also rewatch it, and you know, maybe maybe turn it into a little party. You never know. Um, oh, that could be fun. So, if I so, see yeah. that they if the, if they're going to be doing at some point, I don't know, any cinema will be doing a OT like on the big screen, like all at once. I would then pay would to go on a train to go. One hundred percent. 100%. I've never seen any of the OTA on the big screen, so oh. I'd love to see it. I've only but seen this... it once, and it was in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I kind of want to do it again because I was yes. five. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely on the list. I gotta, gotta just the idea of, of seeing another shot in episode six when. It's like the little spin of the, sh- the spaceship spin into the little port of the Death Star two when they drive, they fly through it. Mm-hmm. Just seeing that on the big screen might make me come. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was so exciting seeing Phantom Menace in three D, you know, back on on uh, in that a theater. That was so rad. So that like, was so rad. Yeah, like every experience like that is great. Like I remember doing Jurassic Park. I think it must have been twentieth anniversary. Um, that they they read they did like an IMAX release I think yeah um, so like that's cool like it's just so cool to visit these movies that you generally only get to see on TV 
um, you know, to be able to go see it. So, you know, honestly, if I was a movie theater, because I know there's always this talk about how people aren't going to the theaters anymore, right? Like, yeah. Um, like if I was a theater, I just put on like classics like that every week. Like, I mean, just yeah. dedicate like one screen. I know there's like business things where, like, you know, Marvel's like you have to put it on this many things, but like, um that's what i would do like you know, there's always a an audience for that like every time alamo draft house does the lord of the rings it's sold out they're definitely they're doing it more in the uk recently they have been doing it more um i know a few about a decade ago i went to go see gremlins at, on mm-hmm. christmas eve which was great um and it's so funny i was checking to see if, if there was a screening for return of the jedi near me my local cinema isn't showing Return of the Jedi, but they are showing Batman Begins. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, like, okay. Sure. Pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, they're definitely doing it a lot more in the UK. And obviously, there's like certain cinemas that will show old films. Like Prince Charles Cinema always does a great job at showing classic films. I'd love to go to more if I was near there, but I'm not. So, screw that. Yeah. Um, I remember it being a big push during the like COVID reopenings. When they're like, come on, come back, here, we put Jaws on. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, it, it's, uh, I remember that being like a push. So, but oh, I, would just, man. Yeah, I would just always do that. Like, people will go, they will. Can I just, can I just read you out what they're playing today in the Prince Charles cinema? What's that? Singing in the Rain Ooh. in 4K, John Wick Damn. Chapter 4, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 1990 film. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl, and then the okay. Lord of the Rings six digit trilogy. <laughs> oh my gosh! What a fucking cool time to go! God damn it! Incredible. Oh, that's why they're showing. Okay, so they must be doing. They're showing. Um, I guess they're doing. Oh my god! Of course, it's the fifteenth anniversary of Batman Begins. That's why they're showing it. Fifteen years. That's super weird. Is it really? Apparently. It can't be, though. It's no longer than that. 2005, right? Wait, why does it say 15 years now? Unless it's like a special version of it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, yeah, that was 05, I think. Been bamboozled. Dark Knight would be 15 years. Oh, that'd be it then. Yeah, I think it was a spelling mistake. <laughs> Silly billies. Um, I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess they're showing the entire trilogy in 35 oh, okay. mil. Mm-hmm. Woo. What else are they showing? Sorry, I'm just I'm getting lost now. Streetcar Named Desire. <laughs> My 12th birthday party. <gasps> they're doing a, a, a solve along murder she wrote on the big screen. <laughs> you get to watch Je- Jessica Fletcher. People will go. People will show up. People will go. This is what this is what we need to be doing, guys. Everywhere, every cinema. Anyway, sorry, I'm I'm done now. I'm done <laughs> We're gonna take like a ten minute break as Charlie buys a ticket to something. So I can't do the rest of the show because I'm gonna be go seeing Pearl. <laughs> um, gonna go actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other news this week, of course, not only is it the 40th anniversary of another Jedi, but another Jedi came out this week. Joe Survivor. Hey. And it got good reviews. 
pretty good. Fun. Nobody has it here. <laughs> no, no that's all yeah, we no, can no, say no about it. No firsthand experience as of now. Um, I watched a little bit of um, Alex Damon playing it, and it looks fun. Mm. Yeah, look good. Fun time. Yeah. I, I, watched, him I, have... un- I watched him unlock the uh, the cross guard stance. Oh, which is, I think, if I played it, probably what I would want to use because it just looks like it's fun. Like you just beast your way through everything. <laughs> The only thing that I've kind of been spoiled to, and this is why I love Star Wars, is the amount of artwork and like fan like love and support and just for that frog character. Oh already. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I just love it. I just love the. Cr- That's what I kind of miss about Star Wars a bit, like recently in terms of like figures and stuff. Is I think the freaks need a little bit more love, like a little mm-hmm. like where's the frog lady figure? Mm-hmm. Where's the uh, where's the frog dude? We haven't had a Claude in a while, you know, like I'm excited. I'm I can excited tell they've this. like made imp- or like advancements in the game because I don't I don't think it's your responsibility to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the first game, you would have chopped that guy up. Oh, yeah. He would have been done. All right. You've been like, um, you're blocking this door. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he's a fucking he's a fucking animal. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. Um, yeah, the final thing we can talk about this week is Jude Law appeared on Jimmy Fallon to talk about Skeleton Crew. Did you guys see this? That was fun. A little, couple little nuggets of info. We got a Jawa at some point. That's neat. There we go. Yeah, a Jawa. But which um, Jawa Jude Law would it be? liking Jawas makes him hotter to me. So. I hope it's the one that Pelly had a relationship with. Yes. <laughs> Jawa Jawa and now Jude Law can have a relationship. <laughs> I was about to say a Jawa um, with curly hair, but I didn't yeah. talk to you guys about the snaggletooth with curly hair that we never really talked about from Ooh. Mandalorian. That's true. Oh my god! Yeah, Hot beautiful, <laughs> beautiful creature. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, of Jude Law as a as a working actor. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so yeah, no, I'm excited. Um, I think he he does really well in these. Uh, in these sort of fantasy nerd roles. Um, but in my opinion, the best part of a couple of movies that people don't really like um, for good reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and yeah, I think uh, I'm excited. And I, I also don't think he's a Jedi. Neither do I. Interesting. Which is why, which is why I think he played that as <laughs> sort of coyly as he did. Um, Cause like, it's like, it seems like he, yeah, so in the footage we saw, like he can use the force, but obviously we don't, we don't necessarily, uh, or we know that doesn't necessarily mean part of an order. So yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be really interested to see what his character ends up doing, what kind of history they have, and and how many, um, you know, cameos are going to hijack the the show for for them, you know? Yeah, because as you know, um, he's, he's a basically an action figure. And yeah. who knows what sort of our character will appear and ruin the show for us. Yeah. They take, you know, I hope, I hope Mandalorian comes in and just, you know, takes, takes half the show. That's how it works, <laughs> right? Oh, uh, no. Dear. Oh, yeah. That happened too this week, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, con- we know how, we don't need to like go deep into it, but like, we know how he talks on like panels. Like, 
Tam's a joker. Like he just is. So like, I don't, I don't think again, like, I think that has been blown into something that it probably wasn't. It, and hundred percent is because yeah. he, I mean, I don't know if you heard the clip. He's definitely joking. He's very, he's being all he sarcastic. does is joke. Like all he does at any like celebration panel is like, just like go on bits. I mean, we were yeah. like, if you saw the clones one last year, like he, he was doing a, he was doing his tight five, like the whole time. And, um, it's like, yeah, it, it, you know, that's another thing. That, and, and even if it's not serious, it's like, you know, actors don't always have to understand what they're doing. Like, that's fine. <laughs> they just, they just got to show up and act. Um, <laughs> so, so it's like, yeah, uh, you know, that's a, that was a little thing that happened, but, uh, I don't think too serious in the end. It's, it's just the weird, like, it's just the, the thing that annoys me sometimes on Twitter as well is when people have ideas in their head that it's based on nothing. And then they just forget that they came up with the idea and then go with it. I think I saw something mm-hmm. the other day. It's like, yeah, yeah, you can tell that definitely they used Tem's voice against his will for the clone troopers in um, the Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> definitely they, sounds they, like they put a gun to his head and made him be the begging <laughs> clone in in Kenobi. It's say the lines, goddammit. Like I'm pretty certain. I think he was like being coy about some other stuff as well, like. If he's in Ahsoka as Rex, do you think he's going to tell everyone? Mm-hmm. No. He, yeah. you know, it, he knows what he's doing. He's joking. And again, I think Americans don't understand sarcasm. If you're an Australian, New Zealander, you know, from the UK, people, we're, we're sarcastic people. <laughs> we, we joke all the time. Like, just think about how people are talking and their cadence and you know quotes can be taken out of context always make sure you're watching the video if there's a video clip for that it's not that hard and then there's the whole Dave Filoni thing this week as well which was ridiculous about him talking about action figures and how all these characters are going to be battling out and it's like well of course they are because it's going to be like the combination of this you know core battle of course there will be characters that will show up that are you know important to the story it's almost like when you advertise a cinematic event to tie together like three or four shows it's almost like you might expect elements from those three or four shows to be in it preposterous nikki preposterous i know i know i'm like at times i'm trying to like push boundaries and (laughs) you know really like stretch the stretch the limits of what cinema can be (laughs) <laughs> um so I know I know it's not easy to keep up with all the time. Um but I but I think yeah, you know. Crazy. Crazy time. Wild. Wild concept out of left field really. Anyway, Jude Law. <laughs> um Love yeah, I think like Skeletor, Skeletor is going to be fun, man. Like saw the footage at um celebration. It looks it looks like what they um every every inch of what what they're talking about is uh is on the screen so i think it'll be super cool um we don't have a release date i don't think but it'll be fun end of the year probably maybe maybe yeah i've got a lot of faith it's one of those projects which i don't i'm not super excited for in terms of like i've got to be the day one but i think that's great because i feel like it's going to be a, a nice little surprise um 
I'm, I'm just really happy to see sort of an Amblin sort of star project, the same way that I really like Stranger Things. I think um, like that sort of you know the 80s feel was always great in the storytelling. Young kids, I think it's great to have someone to look up to in that regard. I'm very mm-hmm. amped to see what they do with that. Jude Law again is a solid actor. I'm very intrigued to see what he does. And one of one of the core cast kids is a a baby Max Rebo. <laughs> I just can't like that is something that like I saw and I literally cannot. My brain, I can't, I can't, but I, I just, I, I can't. Yeah. Wait, what? So I, I think it's just cool in general to have, you know, like a lead, a lead sort of character as an alien because we don't usually have that. I didn't know this. Yeah, you didn't know that there's a Max Rebo kid. Ordolan. No. <gasps> it was one of the kids on the stage, I think, um, because we didn't see him in the footage, and uh, it was like it was like two girls, a boy, and an alien. And they said one of the one of the kids was wasn't well for celebration, so that's why there were two boys and a girl on stage. And um, so I think I think the the kid with the glasses is the, is the little alien. Oh my god! I really hope he's got glasses <laughs> as well. The alien. <laughs> oh, Max Rebo with glasses. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. I, I'm I'm excited to to get it in the um in the old pipeline. The content yeah. pipeline. Yeah, content. Can't wait for the content, guys. We Let's love content. Every time someone says content, I just read it out like, you know, like the, the Disney sort of like, coming up next. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, I think that's all we've got in terms of news. Should we go through our questions? Oh, yeah. you know, I got, got one more thing to just <gasps> give a shout out to, actually. Uh, because I think this happens May 4th in conjunction with Visions. Um, Young Jedi Adventures comes out. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> um, which so I, I don't think got to spend much time on last week, uh, but I did go to the panel for it. Um, and uh, it, A, that was funny because, or it was nice because uh, they showed... Um, you know, they're like executive producer or whatever. And he was talking about, you know, his kid. And that's always nice stories with Star Wars. And uh, then they showed us the trailer that I think they released publicly a couple days ago. And um, I just remember like watching it and being like, why are there children flying? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're flying like fighter planes. <laughs> you know, like the the vector the starships from the High Republic. Like there are there are toddlers or not toddlers, but like small children. <laughs> jumping in those and i like that that was like the funniest thing to me um and then they uh they brought d bradley baker out who plays nubs and they had him speak 90 percent. i don't even know if he spoke normal i think he spoke as nubs like throughout the whole panel um which was an experience <laughs> and then um they showed the uh i think first two episodes and while I was sitting there wondering like, Oh, how are these kids like flying, you know, fighters, fighter ships and everything. Um, when they introduce the, like the non Jedi kid, she comes down the, the ramp and she's like, Hey, you're all kids. And then the Jedi kids are like, Hey, you're a kid too. And then she's like, Oh yeah, I am. And then they don't <laughs> talk about it ever again. 
like that was it like we've just we've got that out of the way we're establishing we're all kids just just deal with it <laughs> so that that cracked me up and then um yeah they're they're super fun like i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like young jedi adventures will change your life um it but it is exactly what is on the box like it's a great very young age star wars um star wars little entry thing I tell you what, all the figures and stuff look really cute and sweet, and I'm glad that there's like a, a big range of those for kids. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, there's even a Lego set. So, mm. but they they committed the sin of not making a mold for for nubs. <laughs> 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 They're like, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna go there yet. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh super fun. They'll all come out. Um, end of the week as well i love it i love having things to like brainwash my future children or nieces or nephews into liking star wars Mm -hmm. like that's just gonna be it's gonna be exciting buy the buy the nubs bears now buy them now put them away (laughs) long-term investment so that when when children start popping up in your life you'll have it ready facts that's what i did with my niece and um forces of destiny Mm-hmm. My little niece sat in my lap and we watched Forces of Destiny on my phone. We watched like a bunch of episodes. She was like, another one. I was like, yes, child. So that's right. I will brainwash all the small children. The Force will be with you. Actually, before we jump into the, uh, the Q&A section, did you guys see the, the variant covers for the Marvel Star Wars comic recently? No, I'm, I, I miss, miss most comic things. Oh, the, so they've done these like classic Marvel Return of the Jedi like style art variant covers mm-hmm. for like the, the groups of characters that are in the current runs and I love them so much I'll, I'll, I'll show you them if I can find them quickly um, so yeah they're doing like loads of like different ver- like variants of course it's, it's the comics in- industry so you need to get as much money as you can um, <laughs> but, but the Return of the Jedi like variants are so fun uh, let's have a look. Comics. Comics. Com- com- comics. <laughs> comics. Comic book. Does it have nubs on it? Uh, sadly, <laughs> no. I don't know where nubs was during Return of the Jedi. Well, obviously, Anakin Skywalker killed him. In all this shit. <laughs> Nubs is Nubs is Jude Law. Nubs is Jude Law. <laughs> He's like got <laughs> a voice modulator and some crazy force trick is being done. Oh my to god! Make his appearance. I love it. The Afro one's killing me. So, the first one is the Doctor Afro one, which has Luke, R two, and Afro. Then you got Valance, uh, Boba Fett. Uh, I don't know who's that character, Claire. You're more up to comics than I am. It's a great question. I'm not up to date <laughs> on the bounty hunter stuff, so okay. Uh, well, another character. Sorry. Somebody else. Yeah. Somebody else knows. Um, and then there's a uh, Lando, Leia, and Chewie with a lovely little nine nun <laughs> in the little box. So cute. But my favorite one. My favorite one. With three of my favorite characters. Because I I have been reading all. I'm 20 issues behind, but the, the Vader run has been one of my favorites. 
um, the recent one, because of these three characters. Not, and I like to call them my three little weirdos. Better not be freaking Ochi. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at them. Oh man. Delightful. I love him. Ochi of Bestoon. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> I love how he goes from, from like, Kramer from Seinfeld <laughs> into, into like the most sadistic piece of shit in Jell of the Sip. That's the character journey I'm I'm willing to make. 100%. It's still because he's he's sadistic, but he is also still plainly an idiot. Yes, so and like, that's it, what's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> but each, I, do, I love the Kramer aspect of him just like breaking through doors and be like, "I'm OG of Bastoon." Yeah, yeah, it's no, those are cool covers. Where is the main line right now? Like in the little time frame, uh, it's still in post. Uh, it's still in uh, pre Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Last time I read it, Luke had a yellow lightsaber. I don't know if they've gone any further than oh, that. like the the Temple Guard one. Yeah, so I'm not sure where they are. <clears throat> I think the last time I read, yeah, the last time I read it was post War of the Bounty Hunters. I think they were setting up the Crimson Rings. Mm. Yes, it's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, that Crimson Rain shit's cool, though, don't guys. Jump too Just much saying. into this world, unfortunately. Yeah, sometimes it's a bit too much, but when they when it hits, it hits. You know, I think that's what I think. Like, if if I could get like a selected compilation of like some things, that's cool. But I think I noticed it a lot during that like the that post New Hope Empire kind of run. Where it's like they're just doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like meeting Darth Vader like once a month. <laughs> like, yeah, that's there's you know, a lot like, going on. Yeah, it's, it's kind of just like I prefer my the time in my head that they spend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know I'm I'm always happy for people to dig in. For sure. Right, let's go into the questions and then we can wrap up. Let's do it. Which I think is everyone's favorite part of the episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like this part. It's pretty like good. This, part. this is my favorite. Um, let's have a look. We ain't got a bunch. We've got a few questions. So, Claire, do you want to read? It? Can you see our questions, or do we read them out? Um, I'd have to pull them up. Just give me a second here. Let's see. What do people want to know? <laughs> Kyber Chat asks us I'm going to stop using that voice, that's super weird um, Kyber Chat says Thanks for answering my question in the last episode You're welcome <laughs> Question. <Follow up>. <laughs> <laughs> question You guys doing anything special for the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary slash going to see the film again We are off to go see the movie in the cinema tonight Kyber Chat, number one Jealous um, That sounds like it, that's going to be a good time But other than watching it at home and and wearing, you know, an entirely salacious crumb outfit, I don't know. I don't know what else. We're probably gonna do. We're gonna celebrate somehow, right, gang? Yeah, I think yeah, probably. Um, when it gets closer to like it's at its release date, traditional release date, maybe. I don't know why they're doing it in late April. Maybe because of other movies coming out in the summer. <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, you know, maybe that little late May window may may cook something up. You never know. Could be fun. Like throw all of our favorite moments in a hat. Do mm-hmm. a tournament of champions or something. I don't know. Yeah, I might go to Method. I might fight my dad. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> Touch an electric fence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Get the Luke Skywalker experience. <laughs> Throw an old man down a chute. <laughs> Father, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, uh, I've got my yeah. um, Black Series Return of the Jedi figures in terms of the Luke, Leia, and Han. Maybe I might treat myself and see if I can expand them. You can't really get R2-D2 in your Black Series. Uh, I don't think they've done one in a while, if they have. It's ridiculous. I need to get that. I want to get r 2 R5's coming in. Yeah, I want to see 3 po and uh, R2-D2 you know, complete that. Get chewy, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My uh, uh, my buddy Chris Ryan's is sending me the new um, Jabba and Salacious uh, Funko. Mm. So that's is gonna that, be fun. Is that like a fortieth release one? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Did you Forget pick fun. up the Lego uh, heads, Nikki? Return the, the brick heads. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not like super into those, no. so I don't really bother. Cool. The pack is very cool though. <laughs> it does um, look cool. Yeah, it's it's like what, like six six characters or something. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean it's cool. It's just yeah, I remember uh, I remember when I worked in Lego, <laughs> people would like go nuts for brickheads. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 like people would like fight over them. Um, so yeah, no, it's uh. Yeah, it wasn't a a thing that I was into, but I am into the like, I love the uh, diorama they did with the speeder bikes. Yeah, that looks um, so good. I really want that one. I I would get the throne room, but for some reason it's so like as expensive as it is. It makes no sense why it's that expensive. Um, but uh, did you ever? Did you remember? Like did you remember the epic duel like part one and two from like way back when? I think it's like nineteen ninety nine. Like yeah. one of the sets, there's like three bricks. There's like four bricks. Yeah, because they they did one where it was like Luke with the officers. Yeah, right. Like getting arrested. <laughs> and yeah. Then, um, and then the yeah. second one was like Vader and the Emperor, I think. Right. Yeah, it was it was the throne, like a little chair, and a little window. Because they did that for Phantom Menace too. Because it all coming out at the same time, but they had like the um, Obi Wan versus the droid guys, and. Um, I think Qui Gon and like a battle droid. I think they had like, oh, yeah, two, like up, yeah. one and two. Um, so yeah, now I remember those days. I miss those like smaller sets. You know, you could like yeah. you could get a character, but you don't necessarily get like a massive. Uh, if Lego want to sponsor us, <laughs> yeah, honestly, like... I'm trying to get like you know I'm trying to check the couches for like two hundred fifty dollars because <laughs> I want that new X wing. <laughs> You can find $250 worth of quarters in your couch, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. I'm just I'm like reaching underneath the cushions, checking the car, found a dime the other day. Um, so yeah, <laughs> go, I'm, I'm working my way there. But yeah, Lego. I just want to shout, I just wanna shout out, uh, there's a YouTube channel called Hachiroku24, and they do these like Lego mocks, and they're mm-hmm. so good. I, I think I send you a few of them sometimes, Nikki, when I see you. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like he, he just recreates entire like scenes. So he, he did like he completely recreated. You know the Lego Star Wars game, the recent one, 
there's like the opening every time you click a story it's like the opening he managed to mm. recreate them entirely from that but he also does like different films and stuff the recent one he did was um Paz Vizsla versus the Praetorian Guards Ooh. oh that's cool and it's just incredible like and you he, he just get to watch him like build it from scratch and I just want to shout that out because that's a really cool channel and it's pretty yeah awesome yeah and I just watch it in bed like I want Lego. <laughs> yeah. See. Yeah. yeah. My, and, um, oh, sorry, Nikki. I was just gonna say a quick shout out of the week to uh, Mandalorian Fleet Commander, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> spent very little time on screen, but has his own Lego minifig <laughs> and unique sculpt Black Series face. <laughs> fucking ridiculous before <laughs> again let's say before ben solo ever did <laughs> oh wow um he deserves yeah it. so shout out to him he's the winner of the week <laughs> oh god god bless him uh also i want to give a quick shout out to our good friend sean sean room and bogus cantina which is shroomy uh, Bogus Cantina, his podcast, which is back um, after a little while. So, shout out to them and uh, follow them on Twitter at Bogus Cantina. Yay! Hey, Sean. We don't have a like roomie. <laughs> Sean went through <laughs> the wildest time at Celebration. He be he was he was he was a friend. Then he was an apostate. Then he redeemed himself, <laughs> and then he became a friend again. And was, I think every single, uh, I think every single photo I saw of him, he was sticking his tongue out and flipping off the camera. So you know yeah. he had a good celebration. My favorite, one of my favorite parts of celebration this year was uh, we had to like we were in the food hall and we had to leave. It was me, Caitlin, and Goose. We had to leave, and Sean. And Sean went to the toilet and left his bag there. And we're like, "Whose bag is this?" And it was like, "Oh, it's Sean's." Should we wait for him? And we're like, "Oh no, it's fine. We'll just take it and like walk off." And he like got panicked and was like texting us and ringing us like, "Hey guys, have you seen my bag? have you seen my bag?" We <laughs> thought it'd be funny to like not tell him. Um, oh my god! So he like ran all the way from like Star Wars. Let, let me clarify. He he was still in apostate at the time. Oh my <laughs> yes, god! Let's, let's clarify this. <laughs> Poor so shot. we were walking and he was like, right, he, and the funniest thing happened. He rang me up. I answered and said. Hello there, this is Charlie Ashby. Unfortunately, I'm not here right now, but if you want to leave a message, just... And then he hung up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. And I, and I said to him, I was like, did you believe that? And he was like, yeah, I did. I was like, oh. Oh, sweet I'm boy. I'm sorry. But yeah. We, 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 we wanted to take it the next step. We, we walked past, like, one of those, like, press... You know what we had with Kenobi last year? It's like the red carpet and, like, the banner, like, Kenobi... Mm-hmm. There's one for the Mandalorian, and we were tempted to ask if we could go in and take a picture of just the bag on the red carpet. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Shroomy, but your bag got invited to the press conference. <laughs> your bag is a star. <laughs> your bag is playing Mandalorian Fleet Commander too. <laughs> that Black Series figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we've got one more question, Claire. We do. We have one more question um, from. The lovely, wonderful Mark Perez. Uh, Mark asks, which visit, which visions segment are you most looking forward to so far? All right, this is interesting because Nikki, you've seen them all, right? I have. 
Um, do you guys want to go first, or do you not have enough information to answer? I'll, I'll say. I mean, I'll say what I'm looking forward to. Right, go, you go for it. Oh, I'll finish. Um, I like obviously like I know we've mentioned this last week on the podcast. We all have a big like soft spot for that Wallace and Gromit style claymation. So the I am your mother one, I am so excited for. Um, but other than that, um, the the one from Punk Robot, the In the Stars one, <laughs> that one looks <laughs> wild. And every single moment from that one in the trailer, I like lost my whole damn mind. And Nikki's just giggling over there. I don't know if that's a good thing. That's a bad thing. Are we in for it? Is that what you're saying? Um, I'd say that's the one I cried the most during. God damn it. Okay. It's so good. It's so <laughs> oh, God. Good. And everyone I see talk about it is also like ugly tears. Holy shit. So, I'm so, so yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, for me, um, again, I can't really talk about the Arden one because we've already seen it. <laughs> uh, you know, Humblebrag. That's amazing. You're going to love it, Claire. Um, Good. Like, you know, growing up with those films and stuff. Um, also, shout out to Arden. They just revealed some uh, bits and pieces of the new uh, Chicken Run 2. <laughs> Ooh. For everyone who's Wait, interested. they're making a Chicken Run 2? They've after made all a Chicken these... Run 2. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the pipes. And guess who plays the daughter of Rocky and uh, what was it? I don't remember. It's been so <laughs> Florence <long>. Pugh. <laughs> no, Bella Wait, Ramsey. Re- oh, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> oh my God! Sign me up. Bella Ramsey rocks. Yeah, they're pretty much recasted yeah. most of the roles. Um, and I think they didn't uh, bring uh, what's his face back. <laughs> or Mel Gibson. Guess who they yeah. replaced him with? Zachary Levi, who's not problematic oh, at all. That's, that's great. That's just a that's just a character who's taken some, <laughs> taken some hits. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, yeah, shout out to them. Uh really love Ardman. Uh, I'm really excited for that. But yeah, the Ardman one I can't really talk about. I feel like I'm, I'm biased because I've already seen that one and I really loved it. Um again, I think what's great about Visions is that they because they're made by you know, different companies from different countries and different cultures. The best part about it is that all of these animations and stories are imbued with that part of the culture and you get to explore and celebrate and learn and, you know, investigate different parts of different cultures. But also if you're related or like part of those cultures, it it, it attaches to you in a way that I feel like others don't. In some in some regards, they're all universal stories. But sometimes, you know, when you're part of a culture, it just it just draws to you. Um, so the Irish one was very intriguing to me. Um, well, yeah, yeah, no, no, just like it's <laughs> like everyone's gonna get fucked up. Nikki's <laughs> just over there, like I know something yeah. you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, yeah. When I heard the. When I heard, obviously, that there was an Irish story and it was a ghost story, I was like, okay. And I saw the footage, like some of the footage, I was like, okay. Okay, this is what we're doing. So that's the one I think I'm most intrigued by um, at the moment. Mm-hmm. But they all look beautiful. <clears throat> they all look amazing. And I'm so excited to explore different, you know, different cultures and different stories within, you know, those storytellers. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, it's like, when I watched volume one, it wasn't very hard for me to say 
sort of top to bottom which ones I liked in which order. Um, this one, the spread is so much thinner. Like, oh, wow. I, like I, I honestly can't even tell you what my favorite one was. They, they're all so good. Um, like it's it's shocking. And I and I sometimes I wonder, I'm like, is this, you know, is it also influenced by the fact of like you know being able to go to that panel and watching each of them like tell their stories and being like, how can I hate this kind of thing? Um, at first I was wondering if that was the case and then it's like, nope, they're just all, they're all just shockingly good. Um, and so when it comes down to like, which ones am I super excited for? I think I'm excited for people to see in the stars. Um, because it looks so cool. Hey, sorry. Got a scratchy, scratchy Uh Oh, he's getting sick. He's joining us. Through the web, a computer virus. It came through. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's 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 got a really like special style to it, um, and also um, for me, when I was watching it, my favorite from season one was the Village Bride, and um, when I was watching this one, I was like, this kind of feels like like a, a spiritual successor to that. Um, like there's there's sort of just elements of Village Bride that I liked are here as well. Um, wildly different story but um yeah there were there were things in there that were were super cool to charlie's point about like cultural connections uh watching the bandits of golak um like i was like recognizing things like like the the candy or the sweet that they eat like is based off of a real life thing um so yeah, it like those are all super cool owls i forget how they say it it's like owls song um the last one is is incredible um because it's also like stop motion with like the little like felt kind of (laughs) character so it's very like adorable in that way um but also just very moving and i guess yeah the last one i'll give a shout out to because i didn't like really know what to expect from it was uh the spy dancer um Mm. and that one is that one is just stunning so yeah, there's there's not a single one that is like even remotely a um like doesn't live up to, to its billing. Um yeah, you could like I could I could honestly have just sat here and gone through all of them. So, yeah, I mean I'm just excited for everyone to to watch it because I think I think you will also struggle <laughs> to like say <laughs> this this one was far and away the best one because yeah, it's they're all so good. I'm so excited. Just consistent bangers throughout. I'm I'm ready. Yeah. No, I'm like ready. I was I was so shocked. Or not shocked, but like just like really like taken aback at how consistently high the bar was on every single one of them. And I think you could tell that through like each of the creators and even the producers at Lucasfilm. Just the joy in their faces and the, the fact that they get to make these like I don't know. Like earlier on, we were talking about that weird question that was given, like in terms of, do you get pressure to avoid certain things from Lucas and blah 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 blah. I just, I'm just so blown away by the the fact that we get to have these stories at all, and have these creators get to explore whatever they want in the in the world of Star Wars, and it's just really beautiful to see all these like storytellers around the world come together, and mm-hmm. it just shows you like. 
throughout history and different cultures, no matter the differences that we go through, we're all storytellers. Like, humanity is, you know, we're all storytellers. That's why we're here. Like, to, you know, we, you know, basically a lot of ways we survive just telling stories. And it's this, you know, these are important. And I think mm-hmm. people that disagree with that and just, you know, rub them off as like, oh, well, it doesn't matter because it's not canon. Like, that's, yeah. that's not what matters. They're so important because they're, they're personal but the universal in some regards. Yeah. Like it's just a beautiful way of. Yeah. Like exactly to that point. Like I, I may even go as far to say like visions is the most special initiative they've taken, like as a, as a company, um, because it's so it like to the, to those exact points, like it celebrates the universality of star Wars, of storytelling of humanity, like just the experiences we go through, but also has the specificity of whoever, even you know, whether it was volume one and like studio to studio and this, their different styles and their instincts now expanded to new, um, new cultures, new, new animation styles. And like the, the specificity of it makes it so personal, but also like the universal side of it makes it personal for everyone. <laughs> so it's like, it's just like this incredible marriage of, of those things of, of why it matters. So, yeah, I think I think as long as visions is a thing they keep doing, like it's it's going to be awesome. And like, you know, if I don't know how you expand beyond this, like going internationally, maybe maybe this is like its most evolved form and it'll just sort of be bouncing around the world now. Um, but but yeah, I hope it hope it goes on for a long time because there's clearly so many stories to tell so many styles to to dig into so many different ways to interpret both you know the the sort of minutia of star wars how how we make a lightsaber look like there's so many different ways to do that like the the spanish one um makes the lightsaber hilt like based off of uh el cid the like spanish legend of like yeah um the reconquista time and like so you know just and then, like, the Korean one does very traditional lightsabers, like, as you would expect um, a lightsaber to look. So, like, even just down to that of, like, there's so much variance and sort of creativity that people can do in terms of just re- interpreting Star Wars that way. So, yeah, it's it's really seems like it's something that can go on for a very long time. I hope it does. Yeah, and not just in terms of like, like in terms of like that particular culture, but historically as well. Like, uh, Nikki, correct me if I'm wrong, but is the spy one French? Yeah, yeah. And they were talking about how it was influenced by obviously in World War Two when, um, you know, a lot of the the, the fear aspects were had spies involved. You know, like you'd break into like the arts industry. And mm-hmm. Yes, it's his- delayed. direct historical reference to like French Resistance. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I love all of that, and I love that. There's so many, I mean, like you are saying, like, how do we get further than this? But again, there's, like, thousands and thousands of years of historical and human stories that we can rely on and tell. And now that they've expanded, like, Lucasfilm have expanded, like, the eras and stuff, there's no way, there's no particular, I mean, they can tell stories. We might be able to see, like, High Republic-style visions mm-hmm. um, in the future, or maybe, like, you know, Old Republic or anything like that and that's fun to me yeah i really am intrigued because there's a lot of empire right like you know those are these are still we're still in like a time where 
um, a lot of the people making the stories now, you know, that's their touchstones, right? Um, like TIE fighters and stormtroopers and stuff. But, but like, even in this one now, there's, there's one set in the old Republic. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, there's, there's, they're already sort of branching out into, into new things. Yeah. It's cool. I'm probably going to watch those like now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm amped. Um, yeah, very excited about Visions. I think next week we're going to focus on Visions, review it. I know I'm personally writing on the website uh, a little review. Uh, so I'm really excited to do that. Nikki, if you want to add some thoughts as well, throw it on. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really excited. Anything else we've got to add before we wrap up? Nah. <laughs> leave them with that (laughs) (laughs) well there you go um nikki where can people find you um if if you want to dig into my perverse mind (laughs) you can go to at nikuishas n-a-q-u-i-c-i-o-u-s on twitter um you can listen to one done film club at one letter n done show you can listen to a rewatch between worlds on octo radio and that's about it cool claire yeah so you can follow me on twitter instagram and tiktok at cstribs um you can also catch me on broaxium i am on the sunday night roundtable show shooting the poodoo every sunday night at 9 p.m eastern time and you can catch me doing quick shot previews of each new issue of dr afra and those come out on tuesdays or mondays depends when i get the comic but yeah that's pretty much all i'm doing Perfect. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cmwashby and on Instagram at charlie Mer- uh, charlie mw ashby. You can listen to my other shows via the Charlie Ashby Network, available on all podcatchers. Uh, you can also commission writing, Photoshop, and editing work from me by visiting my Kofi. So you can do that on my, you know, my what's it called? Fuck. What's it called again? <laughs> little bio link. Linktree. Uh, Linktree. That's it. You can find you, my Linktree. Thank you. Um, yeah, my link tree has all my, my links, funnily enough, and my trees. So find me there and find me everywhere. And a bit like Jesus, I'm with you always. So, you know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut that out, but. Um... <laughs> uh, we have fun here. Good times. Um, but yeah, that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much for listening. It's so good to be back. We'll be back next time to talk visions and more. But until then, see ya. Bye. Perverse mind, he's not going to say goodbye, is he? Probably not. Sicko. Leave them wanting. Two <laughs> percent. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. If you would like to hear more from the Senators, please visit our website at imperialsenatepodcast.com. There you will find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email us at imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com. And please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thanks, and may the Force be with you.
dissolved the council permanently. The last remnants of the old republic have been swept away.